Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of The State of California. Well, we talk a lot about Democrats and Republicans on this show, but there are other parties out there, other organizations, and frequent efforts to launch new ones. And one of those is the Working Families Party, which launched last year and is now endorsing a slate of progressive candidates for the state legislature here in California. For more on this, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Jane Kim, the former San Francisco County Supervisor, who is California Director of the Working Families Party. She remains on the San Francisco Democratic Central Committee. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Doug. So so first of all, uh, is the Working Families Party a party in the traditional sense, or is it working within the framework of, you know, the existing Democratic and other parties? So this is a question we get asked a lot. And what I'll say is that Working Families Party is a political home for progressives who believe in building a working families movement. So we're not a traditional political party with a ballot line, but we are about building power like a party is. So you'll see us supporting Democratic candidates who are champions of working families. But more than viewing our electeds as Democrats or Republicans, we really distinguish between electeds who are accountable to the super rich and those who are accountable to our working families. That being said, working families um, is a ballot line party in states like New York, Connecticut, and Oregon. And I certainly think California does provide opportunities for a third party to make an impact or break through in ways that other states do not. But right now, our focus is on building a bench of what we call working family Democrats. Are you trying to win official party status, you know, get a line on the ballot in California? That's a pretty tough road, isn't it? So that's not on our current work plan or radar right now. We are working to build and organize a base of working family activists and elected officials. But I think as the Republican Party atrophies and weakens in California, which is what we've seen over the last 25 years, this does create an opportunity for a progressive party to become the viable second party in the state. So, so we're seeing something of a backlash against some progressive policies in San Francisco. You know, more and more people say mm-hmm. enough is enough on homelessness and property crime. District Attorney mm-hmm. Chase Bodine faces an uphill battle, could be recalled in three months. Is that creating some headwinds for a party like yours? Is this the best time to be, you know, trying to get this kind of movement off the ground? So we're not local in focus. We're a statewide organization. And I think statewide, absolutely, California is moving to the left. And... For those of us who remember, 25 years ago, we were not only regularly electing Republican statewide elected officials like governors, we were also routinely passing pretty conservative policies around immigration, um, three strikes and you're out, um, banning affirmative action. And now, 25 years later, um, every single statewide elected official is a Democrat. 
Um, Democrats hold a supermajority in both houses in Sacramento. And in March of 2020, under my previous hat as the California political director for Bernie 2020, we saw a candidate who had an unabashed progressive agenda that won in 47 out of 53 congressional districts. So statewide, I do think that we represent an agenda that working Californians care about. I think the average Californian um, does want to see a movement towards tuition-free public college. The average Californian does want to see movement towards a single-payer Medicare health care system for all. And I think the average Californian wants to see elected officials truly take on climate change. California is the seventh largest oil-producing um, state in the country, but has no rule or standard for the distance that active walls need to be from communities. In fact, over 7 million state residents Close to 15% of California's population live within one mile of an active oil or gas well. And as you know, are at greater risk of preterm birth, asthma, respiratory disease, and cancer. And this oil drilling disproportionately impacts our residents of color in places like LA and Kern County. So I do actually believe a, a progressive agenda resonates statewide, and our focus is to build a movement of member, me, me, members and electives that are aligned with this agenda. What about nationally? Uh, we see this tug of war in the Democratic Party between the progressive wing and the more moderate wing and wonder how that's going to play out as we get closer to November in these key midterm elections. Uh, do you feel like like your side is winning that battle or, or have there been some setbacks there? We are winning the narrative agenda in terms of what policies matter to everyday Americans. Because I think the average American does want to see a safety net that supports everyone when it comes to higher education, public schools, um, again, healthcare for all. Um, but I do think we need to be better at winning elections. And that's a question, of course, of financial resources and field electoral discipline as well. But I do think that this is where the progressive side needs to uh, more greatly invest in is in us winning elections and not just winning the narrative. I think single payer is one of the core principles of the of the Working Families Party. I'm correct in that, right? So mm -hmm. so every time and, California seems to get close, mm -hmm. it, it sort of falls apart, as we saw this, this winter mm -hmm. with the latest attempt. What is it going to take, do you think, to get some sort of critical mass where that gets pushed through? Well, I think what we're seeing in California is despite having a Democratic supermajority, that the Democrats that we're electing tend to be fairly beholden to corporate special interests like the healthcare industry. And, and for us to move an agenda that supports single-payer universal healthcare, we're going to need to elect more candidates who are corporate-free and are going to represent um, people first. And that's why um, California WFP has such a focus on the state legislature. We believe that the California state legislature is one of the most important legislative bodies in the country. They represent one out of every eight Americans. And um, just on pure numbers, passes three times as many bills as U.S. Congress. And so we want to shine a greater spotlight on our state legislature. And we have this incredible opportunity in 2022 where an unprecedented number of seats are opening up in the state legislature. In fact, close to a third of our mm -hmm. 120 legislative seats are now um, are now open. And so we just came out and endorsed 12 candidates up and down the state who are working family champions. And we had a, um, a regional process where our member organizations have organized themselves to 
lead these screenings and endorsements because we believe that the folks on the ground are best able to assess their candidates, their values, vision, and also how viable they are because we also want to win. And so our candidates went through a screening process where they're interviewed and filled out very detailed questionnaires. And we are now going to be investing in these 12 races and are looking forward to having what we call the Working Families Squad in Sacramento that we believe will be working hand in hand with our organization and our member organizations to move an agenda like Medicare for All. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us and sharing uh, some thoughts about this. Jane Kim, California Director of the Working Families Party. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Doug. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBM. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 